0: up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah.
1: Welcome, everybody. Hey, this is That's How I Roll, episode number 42, and I am your host, Jeremiah Isley. I want to thank you all for climbing aboard and taking a little trip with me today. Like I said, this is episode 42 titled, What Does It All Mean? We'll get to that in a little bit, but I want to give you a quick roadmap for today's episode. We are going to stop by and cruise through and see what's good in the neighborhood. We're going to do a drive-by review of Armadora from Blue Orange Games and... We're going to stop by the corner of Thought and Conversation, and I've got three legit questions for you when we get there. So without further ado, let's jump right into this. Let's go. So what's good in the neighborhood? Well, it's been a rather busy week for myself. I just completed a 32 performance run of a show Oh, wow, that was a lot of shows. It was a, a children's show, so we had a, a ton of uh, uh, we had a ton of school matinees come through. We had over 5,000 school kids come through to see this show that I was working down at Magical Theater. And um, as soon as that was over on Monday, the next day. Uh, My oldest got sick and stayed home from school. So had kind of a a lay around the house, kind of relax and recover from doing a show for so many days kind of day and it was an interesting day because our oldest, I think this was the first sick day he's had all this school year and he's just not used to that. So he wanted to play video games and do fun stuff and the rule in our house is hey if you're sick then there's no video games you're, like you can lay on the couch and watch some TV that kind of thing we'd rather you read but it's not a fun day because he, you're, you're here to rest and get better so he kind of had a hard time catching up with that one but uh, Xavier was good enough to, to kind of get the picture and relax and later on towards the end of the afternoon he was feeling better so he was uh, he was able to get up and sit at the table and things like that so we busted out a couple games and we played Burgle Brothers which is a really cool uh, really cool co-op game if you haven't checked this game out yet I really really recommend it it is super fun and really thematic and it's just one of those games that really, really clicks with the theme of the game. And you are, you're, you're basically, you're playing the roles of, of cat burglars. You're breaking into this building, you're cracking safes, you're avoiding guards, uh, trying not to set off alarms and things like that. It is super fun. We've talked about it a, a while ago on the Theology of Games podcast, and we've also done a review of it on TheologyofGames.com. So if you go there and search Burgle Brothers," you'll find it. I'll also I'll drop a link to that review in the uh, in the show notes as well, so you can find that there. We also played. I introduced him to Star Realms, which I'm, I'm kind of surprised I haven't played that with him yet. But I only have just a single deck which means I can only play two players so maybe that's why we haven't had that out because normally it's not just two of us playing but it's a fun yeah I don't need to tell you about Star Realms it's it's probably the second best deck builder there is next to Dominion and the theme is just way way more fun and it's super easy to learn and we had some fun with that so I kind of introduced him to a solid deck builder. We haven't played Dominion yet either, just because the theme of it is so boring. And that was pretty much our day for for Monday, and pretty much the only time that I've I've had time to play games uh, this past week. I've tried to do a few game nights. I've tried. To, I've been invited to some outings and things like that, but it just hasn't worked with so many shows that I had going on. I decided. It was better for me to be home and get rest and help out with the baby and the boys and all that kind of stuff. So that has been my week.
0: Whoa! Hey, everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review.
1: All right, today's drive-by review is of Armadora by Blue Orange Games. This is one of those games that just kind of snuck up on me. It sat on my shelf for a good couple months and I kept meaning to get it out and play it and check it out. It's one of those things that was just kind of handed to me and hey, you should check this out. And I said, all right, well, I guess I'll check it out. and the theme, I guess, I don't know if it's necessarily the theme, but just the, the setting was cool and always intrigues me because it's it's your standard fantasy setting. There's elves and orcs and goblins and mages. So the idea is is that you are the leader, the king, the general of these forces, and you pick a faction that you play, whether it's one of those four that I just kind of mentioned, And you are going after the dwarves' gold. The board sets up and there's gold mines across this board, which is basically just a grid with scattered gold mines. And when you set up the game, you put a certain amount of gold cubes on each of these mines, kind of randomly set out and there's also palisades, which are little walls that you can build as well. Here's basically how you play the entire game. You take your turn and on your turn, you can place a warrior token on the board, or you can place up to two palisades, which are the little wall. They look like the road pieces in Catan, kind of wooden stick type of deals. And that's the game. The cool thing is, is each of the warrior tokens actually is worth different Uh, they have a different power value. So they range from like one to five. And those are kept behind a player screen. And when you play them, you play them face down. So nobody really knows how much, you know, how strong that warrior token is that you put into play. And as you're putting warriors out and you're putting the palisades up, the idea is, is that you're going to section off these mines into different territories. Now you can't make a territory that's smaller than four, so you can't put like a one next to a mine and then square it off and just have it be the mine in that one. You have to have to have four so there's room for other forces to come into that territory and that kind of thing. But at the end of the game if you control a territory that is completely closed off that includes a mine you score the gold for that mine and that's pretty much the game there's a couple reinforcement tokens that you can play that'll add one you play it on top of one of your um on top of one of your warrior tokens and there are also special abilities like uh you can play two warrior tokens in a turn and you can play up to three palisades things like that uh just little things that you can only do once or twice there's only like I think two of the factions have two of those special tokens, and two of them only have one. So it's not like it's something that really, really comes into play all the time, but you have to be very strategic of when you actually use those power tokens. And and that's the game. It's very, very easy, very easy to learn. Set up, the first time I set it up, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. I got to count these cubes out, and then we got to figure out which, which tokens we're using, depending on how many players are in it, because you kind of scale that back. But once you set it up once, you really kind of get, oh, I, I understand how this works, and it, it sets up really fast, and then it plays really, really smoothly. Here's what I thought about it. I thought, first of all, I thought it was fun. I thought, man, this game really kind of snuck up on me. I, I expected a heavier game for some reason, and it really wasn't, and it was really pleasantly surprising. I was like, wow, there's no fat to be trimmed in this game. And it plays super fun. I really, I'm really enjoying it. And my kids had a fun time with it. I taught it to them super fast, and and that was it. We just kind of ran with it. I loved the bluffing aspect of it. So you were there's this kind of showdown that you have when you put a token down, and everybody's wondering. All right, is he going for that one? Is he just trying to scare people away? There's there's a lot of kind of little meta game going on with with how you place and how you try to cut people off and and things like that. So for a game that is just players taking turns there's actually a lot of interaction and a lot of kind of trying to outsmart your opponent as opposed to just trying to play the game really well. And we had a lot of good laughs around the table because of that. So like I said, this game really kind of snuck up on me and it, it's just fun because if it, you really kind of get that sense of you're this general kind of sending out these covert troops and nobody really knows what you're trying to do but you're trying to like put a front on and you're not trying to let them know what you're doing but you're trying to scare people away so it really it had just a, a li- enough intensity to make it a, a more fun and like I said it was very interactive for a game that you're just basically taking turns and it doesn't overstay its its welcome. It's a really perfectly weighted filler game. It plays definitely under 30 minutes and even even if you're a thinky kind of gamer, you're not really going to get analysis paralysis from this cuz there's not that many options to do. It's more like as the board starts to take shape, what where am I going to place these things and that kind of thing. So I I recommend it. It really earned a spot on my shelf. And, um, I, I think it's great. It's Armadora by Blue Orange Games. So go check that out. I'll also, I'll go ahead and put a link to my written review in the show notes when that goes public. So take a look down there. You can read my review and a little more of a thorough gameplay description on theologyofgames.com.
0: Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com.
1: Okay, so last time I did a kind of a new thing with the corner of thought and conversation and I called it, what did I call it last time, three solid questions. I'll tell you why I called it that, because it was like after midnight when I was recording and that idea just hit me and I didn't really think about it, I just kind of ran with it. And then the next day I thought about it and I said three solid questions just doesn't, doesn't really work for me, so I'm calling it three legit questions. Because sometimes you ask a question and it's legit, like it's a legitimate question. And that's what I hope to do with this section of the show is I want to ask you three legitimate questions, questions that I'm curious about, and we're just going to run with that. So cool. (laughs) Like I said, if you've listened to this show any amount of time, it's such a work in progress and I'm constantly experimenting with it. So I hope you enjoy it. By all means, if I hit on something awesome, let me know so I keep doing it and I don't change. Otherwise, there's nothing set in stone. Alright, so uh, my first legitimate question is, what filler game are you jamming on right now? Like I just said, obviously Armadora is a filler game that is really on my radar at the moment because uh, it's just a fun, really cool game. and. Also Sagrada, which I I did a review of just recently is another it's a filler game But it you wouldn't think it was a filler game, but it's so perfectly weighted for that type of game for that length of time and Really really fun game. So those are my two My two filler games that I'm just jamming on right now and really enjoying and I really really recommend. Question two is Who's going to Origins? Origins is coming up in just a couple weeks as of the time that I'm recording this and when it'll be published Uh, I can't wait (laughs) Uh, I've gone. I need to do the math. I think I've gone. This will be my ninth year Mm, uh, Maybe it's eighth. I want to say it's probably my eighth year going and I am just super pumped about it I, I love it every time I get to see a lot of people that I only really see maybe once a year At origins and so that's always fun i'm gonna i've already got a couple things lined up that i don't want to spoil right away but i've got i get to demo some games that i'm really excited about so that'll be a lot of fun but most of all let me know if you're going to be at origins if you're a listener to the show i'd love to shake your hand and say thank you in person and and just give you um my appreciation and and let you know uh face to face that I, I truly appreciate you listening it's super awesome and, and I, I i can't say thank you enough so let me know hit me up you can write me at theology of games at gmail.com or tweet at me uh at theology of games that kind of thing uh, whatever whatever way works best for you let me know and um I've, I've met a few folks who read the blog and listen to Theology of Games podcast at conventions before, and it's so cool. It's just a great experience, and I hope to say thank you in person to you. Okay, the third legitimate question that I have for you, and this is a legitimate question, and this goes back to the name of the, the episode today. It's episode 42, so my question to you is, Is what is the meaning of life, the universe, everything? Uh, (laughs) You guys, you guys, I'm sure most of you know what I'm referring to. This is episode 42 and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, that was the answer that the big long sequence in the in the book and in the movies and in the miniseries on BBC, which is probably the best thing ever, the answer to that question came back as 42. I have a different answer to that. And if you'll permit me to share that briefly with you, I know I don't, I know I mention a lot um, just my faith and things that I do at church from time to time, my background in ministry and so forth. So, my answer to the question of what is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything, to me, that answer is to share the love of Jesus to anyone and everyone that you meet the mean, you know to me the meaning of life is if i can be the love of jesus to somebody if i can display what has so radically changed my life and given my life purpose and not only that but just saved me from myself that to me is is what it's all about so i I, I'm going to move on from that, but I, I'd love to hear your answer to that question. Maybe it's 42. <laughs> Let's, that's cool. Let's talk about it. But um, I just want you, my listeners, to know that that's where I'm coming from. I, I love games. I love, as you've heard me say before, what happens around the gaming table and the, the good times that are had there with my family, with my friends. But ultimately, all that stuff, all, all the games, all the the shelves and shelves that are surrounding me, they're they're just paper and wood and cardboard. And and that's all gonna go away someday. But what's truly gonna last is is what I've done to help people know the love of Jesus in that. There is more to life than just what we see and what we hear and what we taste. All right, cool. So we're going to wrap up this episode. I have no feedback loop. Nobody answered my solid questions from last week. Hopefully we'll get some answers to my three legitimate questions this week. And it's going to be that. It's going to be three legit questions every week. And we'll talk to you soon. Please hit me up. Answer those questions by emailing me at theologyofgames@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at theologyofgames.com. You can find, or <laughs> just at theologyofgames on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram as well at that same handle at theologyofgames, as well as Facebook and Of course, you can go to TheologyofGames.com and find links to all of that stuff. And don't forget, if you in any way enjoy this podcast, if you subscribe on iTunes, and even better yet, give me a rating and a review there. That just helps us out so much more to keep doing what we're doing, get the podcast out there. I really appreciate your time. This has been a really long episode, but I'm Jeremiah Isley, and, well, that's how I roll.
0: Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.